Hello everybody and welcome to the first special episode of the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. Why is this episode special? Well, several of the games we featured or talked about on this podcast are games that really stuck with us throughout the years or have made a big impression upon us, you know, in the more recent present day. There are a lot of awesome game creators out there who are making, you know, these labors of love with their own resources and the contributions from people who believe in what they're doing and believe in their work. And we wanted to start talking to some of these brilliant minds and get their story. You know, what is it like to create their game in today's environment or what inspired them to make that game? And what games were the ones that stuck with them and turned them into the gamers that they are today? And uh, so that's what we're doing here. And on this special episode, I talked to Dave Welch, the developer and mastermind behind a game called Boot Hill Heroes. Um, Boot Hill Heroes is an RPG, came out in 2013. Um, The graphics and music are inspired by the 16-bit era. Uh, The music itself was composed, uh, that you're hearing in the background right now, was composed by Jake Kaufman. Uh, The name might ring familiar to some of you who played Shovel Knight. Yes, uh, Jake Kaufman is the creator behind that awesome, awesome soundtrack, and you will find the quality of his work in Boot Hill Heroes to be equally fantastic. Um, if you are a fan of games like Earthbound or Chrono Trigger, you will really, really enjoy Boot Hill Heroes. It's set in the early days of the Wild West, you know, where the maps still had blank spots, and bandits were always a lurking threat on an unsuspecting village. Um, you can get it now on Steam. It's $8.99, dollars $8.99. Um... If you play the game and enjoy it, I I sure as heck did. Um, I beat it shortly after we recorded this interview. Actually, the day after we recorded this interview, um, I wound up beating the game and immediately (laughs) transferred my file over to Boot Hill Bounties. Um, And this game actually allows you to import your characters from Boot Hill Heroes into Boot Hill Bounties and come forward with your skills and the the vantages as some of these skills are called the the skills in this game you can bring those forward and um it's just great and so again um if you enjoy boot hill heroes reach out to at boot hill heroes on twitter and let dave know what you know what you thought of the game and how much you enjoyed it uh he's a really great guy i think you guys are really going to like him and <laughs> He, you can tell he's just such a fan of retro games and the retro gaming era, and that love really comes through in Boot Hill Heroes. So if this interview even gets you remotely interested in the game, I highly, highly encourage you to check it out, download it, and especially let Dave know what you think about it, because he's a really great guy and was really generous with his time. I mean, this might seem a little short, but I think him and I sat and taught games after this for almost two hours. He really is into the, you know, 
into games in general. And I think it comes through in his game, and I think it comes through in the interviews. So I hope you all enjoy it. Um, if you want to reach out and ask us questions, hit up at the Retro Rents on Twitter. Uh, email the Retro Rents at gmail.com. And otherwise, sit back and enjoy the interview. And now, let's talk to Dave. I just started uh, trolling the Red Dead Redemption uh, a Twitter account by, by, uh, <laughs> by, I don't know, I sent like a recent tweet to them. It's like, hey, I bet you can do a lot of stuff in Red Dead Redemption 2, but can you summon Paul Bunyan like a Final Fantasy summons? <laughs> Enemies, I bet you can't do that. No, right? <laughs> and I don't know. I it's not out yet. <laughs> but, uh, my, I'm betting that you, you cannot. Well, I, I'm telling you what you can't do, and that's uh, that that's have the the great music, the great uh, combat interface, and and the RPG aspect of it. I'm sure we would have blow plenty of stuff up. But can you level up, and can you have summons like you said? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. No, and and again, like it baffles me that we don't see more in that genre in the wild west genre because i think it's such an unexplored land of fantasy because again what what everybody thinks of the wild west you know it didn't really happen i mean it, what we think about is you know in the the novels and dime novels and stuff so it's kind of you know the concept of what people think of it is ripe for a game and it's it's just shocking we don't see more of it which was one of the like the things that drew me to uh, Boot Hill Heroes so like quickly, you know, as soon as uh, Travis pointed me out to it, I'm like, oh my god, a Wild Rush role playing game! Like they don't make those. This is awesome. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, like what if you could play aside from the game that you made, but if you could play the perfect, you know, role playing game or Wild West game, you know. Uh, what would you what would you want it to be? Uh, that's not an RPG, or not what's already been done, or just any kind of game set in the Wild West. I think Red Dead Redemption Two is the unlimited budget Wild West game. <laughs> You're probably right. I'm, about I'm not sure what uh, what we can do more than whatever they're planning. Um, <laughs> like an MMO, that would be fun. That would be awesome. And they they've tried the pirate thing and I and I think it worked. Like I thought Pirates of the Burning Sea had a really great concept behind it, you know, with a, a player driven economy and the ability to have these, you know, pitched ship battles and ports and port wars and stuff. Um but you don't really see you don't see anything in the Wild West. I my take on the Wild West setting, why it's so interesting, is it's it's this is going to sound weird, but it's it's kind of a post-apocalyptic setting without being post or apocalyptic. Yes, it's like uh, it's like The Walking Dead, but without zombies. Absolutely. The Wild West is that people had current technology; they had 19th century technology, but they didn't have 19th century civilization. They were on the frontier. They d didn't have the kind of infrastructure of law 
and they kind of figure things out. So that's one of the, and there's a lot of things that could have happened that no one even knows about because all that information could have been lost. It, this whole idea of like bounties and lawmen and like bounty hunters is, is so big because like if somebody committed some crime in some wild west town of like 42 people and they just left, then there was just no one who could do anything about it unless somebody took it upon themselves to, if not months, trying to track down a criminal. And that's why they made bounties on criminals so high to deter them from committing crimes because it was so easy to get away with with uh, criminal activity in that kind of setting. Yeah, and another thing you hear about, you know, even just reading that history is, is, is again... Y- when these frontier towns sprang up, you you had you know it literally started out as uh, probably a gold mine that somebody had discovered gold in, and people just started setting up tents. Then your businessmen would say, "Okay, let's open up a saloon," and then you know the towns would spring up around that, and the the law portion of it, you know, kind of wasn't there at first, and. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have a a good point. There's there was really no recourse if something happened to you, unless again there was money behind it with bounties, or if they you know ticked somebody off that had more friends than they did. And uh, but it, it's interesting when you look at it. What started out as a lawless, you know, anarchic, uh, uh, basically way of life that the law and lawmen kind of sprang up naturally from that, um, you know, to, to kind of put some kind of order to what was going on. I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. that's what makes it so, so darn interesting. So like there would, could be like a bandit gang that could just stroll into town and like, you just didn't have the resources to fight anything off like that. If your town just had like one guy who had a badge, that was about it. Right. So you'll see a lot of this stuff play out in the Boot Hill Heroes and Boot Hill Bounties series. But, um, Bronco County actually got started by a Spanish mission, and then they found a silver mine that kind of caused a, a boom in, in the settlers. Yeah, you know, that, that brings up another point in the story that I really liked, is you did show the conflict between not just the settlers, but, you know the natives of that land. Mm-hmm. And I thought you guys went about it in a really cool way. I mean, it's, it, it kind of, again, shows that, that whole aspect of, you know, these, these were people that have lived here before you got here. And, um, I, 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 I thought you guys really played the, or you wrote it well in the sense of, you know, something bad just happened in our town and we don't exactly know what it is or what the cause is, but we're going to blame them and it's going to be their fault and we're driving them off. And, uh, you guys, you didn't, you, I mean, you guys, but you, you didn't shy away from that. And I thought that was really cool. It becomes much more tense and serious. I, I'll, I'll just say that. <laughs> Again, I can tell you, you definitely know your history when it comes to, you know, the era itself, it really shows in the game. And I guess I would say, like, is there a particular period of the Old West? That you're... <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, 
I, I have like a, a date in mind that I try to keep things centered around, but I don't want to tell it because if you'll, it's not, um, you'll find too much anachronisms in it where it's, I cheat too many times and use technology or stuff that's not from that era. But I would say this is very early Wild West. It's not later. It's not like uh, late 18, it's more like uh, mid 1800s. Yeah, see, when it comes to, uh, we could say, periods of the Wild West, that's one of my favorite. And if I had one big gripe about the Red Dead games, is it's it's that they take place too late. You know, the trains are already coming. Civilization <laughs> is already coming to the uncivilized lands. And uh, I, again, I still, and that, now that you've mentioned that, like, I love the idea that this game is set kind of in that not golden era but the frontier era still you know it's still uh, exploration and stuff and uh i mean that's that's one thing I'll, I'll even say with red dead redemption that took me right out of it in a sense was getting into blackwater and there's cars and you know the, even the train that you know, that was you know i actually have not played any red dead redemption red dead games you know what? i kind of went out of my way not to because i didn't want influenced by anything they were doing so i just kind of stayed at it stayed my lane no good for you though i mean again it's it, nobody can compare you know this to red dead i'm not talking on a graphical sense but just in a story sense it stands on its own uh because of that like it's you've made your own story and i just i, I want to see more games in this era like i think there's so much untapped narrative potential to just go nuts you know what i mean like just let imaginations run wild and i think that's again for the red dead series i think it's a big uh falling point for me because i still haven't as good as those are i still haven't played that game that just takes place in the the golden age of the wild west as it were yeah i think the new one's supposed to be a prequel so maybe that one's earlier it's like 10 years earlier whereas like the first one i think is like 1899 or or darn close to it might even be after that i think this is only going like 10 years earlier so it's still kind of at the sunset of the wild west and that's from what i read that's part of the story is like you're in a gang and they're basically running out of places to hide because you know civilization the tracks are coming and it takes away that that ability to get away, you know, or, or hide when they can get lawmen and, and you know, vendetta riders out there in, in, you know, a matter of days. You know what? That's really interesting because Boot Hill Heroes is kind of the reverse of that, where it's about kind of the opening of the Wild West where people are settling out in the Wild West and then they realize there's all these problems. Like we have, we're isolated here. We don't have any kind of defense, you know, bandits roll into town and we've got, very little we can do about it and uh in the heroes kind of explores this idea of like why, why do we have law and order like why is that important how do we uphold these values we'll, uh kill and take whatever we want and what's and and things like that so that's kind of interesting how Boutilliers is about like kind of the birth of like these outlaw gangs and red dead redemption 2 is kind of the the sunset of them yeah yeah and that's 
that's a really good difference. And it, and again, it's something I like about the Boot Hill stories a little bit more. You know, it is it, just that I, I would say a lot more because again, the potential is is so high for the sense of exploration. You know, in a sense, there's still a lot of blank spots on the map, and to me, that's always kind of made the best the best game is when you're you're taking part in that exploration of something that hasn't been touched and is still untamed and you know again from a story standpoint where you have like you said there there's no established law so what happens you know who who what what point do people stand up and say you know we have to protect our own we have to protect ourselves yeah um I don't want to talk too much about it if you haven't seen the ending, but you've seen like the, you've seen uh, the beginning. So like the whole thing is about this, um, this duel between the, the guy who was sheriff at the time and this yep. infamous outlaw. And, and there's kind of a, a confusing and controversial way that the whole battle ends with the almond getting killed almost on purpose, kind of maybe to prove a point about something that's, else in town one of the characters doesn't really like it and it kind of plays out throughout the series and like what did this sacrifice mean was it a good idea was it was it a bad idea and uh everyone's kind of discussing that and it's explored a lot more in uh bounties too yeah i I mean it, it where i you know have i have gotten to at this point it does allude to that you know that he it seemed like from what i played he could have won but he didn't and and i think and i again i don't want to give too much away i don't think it's i mean it it is the guy's dad if i remember correctly um or at least that's what i thought the story was telling me but it's it, it is interesting that you know again the fact that you're asking these questions and those questions were on your mind when you you made this you know uh, as somebody who also just writes stories i, I kind of start any any book or any story that i'm going to write on that you know that a certain question and the questions that you're asking are just you know they're interesting they're awesome questions they're stuff that you know i think naturally anybody would want to at least ponder and dive into and the fact that you kind of give the ability to do that through this game, it, again, it, it, these are great questions, and it's it's awesome to have a chance to explore that in a sense of what what would you do or what do you think you would do, and it it makes it special. It, it, again, it makes it different. Mm-hmm. Um. So were were any of the characters inspired or by? Uh, not not real life people. I gotta think of the way to say this. Like, did you have certain characters in mind as you were making the game, or did these characters just kind of come about on the drawing board? It's a uh, resemblance to Clint Eastwood's uh, character <laughs> Dollars trilogy in Doc, um, and he's also kind of got some elements of Doc Holiday. Other than that, I don't. I can't think of any direct. Um, uh, references to any other characters that I exist. I'm sure there's a lot of unconscious references. 
and uh, I love the uh, the the companion I'm wandering the desert with now. The the girl from the what what's the name of the tribe? It starts with a C. The... There's the Chapaquic tribe. There's uh, there's also another tribe too that you get to uh, learn more about in the Boot Hill Bounties. Yeah, the Chapaquic tribe. The the girl that that journeys with them. Uh, I've I've wandered the desert so much that she is just turning into a total badass because I don't run away from any fights in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I run away from no fights, so I, I the the desert had turned into quite the grind for me. I think I was easily getting like five six levels above that area, if not close to ten. But I I just had fun with it. I had so much. Uh, fun well, with you'll it. be able to import your save file, so uh, all that work will carry over to the next game. Awesome. Oh man, I just had a, a conversation with a couple of people uh, from the Ultima Dragons on Twitter the other day, where we were talking about how games don't let you do that anymore, and it's one of my favorite things. I mean, okay, Pillars just did, but still, uh, that's awesome that you you allow that to happen and that you put that in the game. Why well, not? It continues the story. It's the same characters, same platform. Just looks, just uses the, your old save file. So all your levels, equipment, even your skills. Although the skills work a little differently in Bootil Bounties, but they're sort of translated, so you don't lose your skills as much. Um, but yeah, all your items and levels and everything tra- transfer over. Okay, I was excited to play it before. I'm I'm so geared now. <laughs> you know, it it makes you feel attached in a sense to those characters or to the the characters that you've played this game as, you know, that you've invested time in. So was that a, a difficult thing for you to put in there or was that pretty straightforward? No, it was straightforward because the both games use the same engine and the right. same. So like I made bounties is just uh, expanding on the code base of the original game. So I, I just, um, so, so it uses the same, same save file system pretty much. So it wasn't too difficult. The only difficulty was that some of the gameplay game and game systems changed in Boot Hill Bounties. Like I said, the skills changed a bit, so it was difficult trying to like translate how that would be interpreted in the new game. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it was easy. It wouldn't be easy to do like on a on a platform. I'm not sure if I can guarantee it on uh, anything but a PC platform, though. Yeah, I could imagine that probably be a, a, a definitely more of a difficult endeavor but um it, was there did you want that from the very beginning was that something like did you know you were going to make boot hill bounties at a certain well know? i didn't know that well the idea was that i was not going to make three games this could be one game but it eventually decided this is going to be three games so i would it wouldn't have been the idea from the beginning but as soon as it was the idea then like of course you would have to carry over all your your stuff into the next game so wait i have boot hill heroes and boot hill bounties what's the third one just yet but uh there it doesn't exist yet but there are plans for a third game awesome so i got time to get caught up (laughs) so Uh, that's awesome so you are going to make a third one that's good to know mm -hmm. Do you have a, a and again I I don't want to necessarily spoil anything from the first two but do you have a, a specific maybe if not a story in mind or is there another set of questions that are on your mind as you think about you know creating the third one? 
No, it it uh, was just the third act of the story that eventually needs to get told. Although the the ending of the second kind of wraps most things up, but there's a a little spark left that may make something make it uh, that can be expanded on. But but yeah, I've got um, you know the the basic idea of what's going to happen and kind of known that all along. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Splitting into three was a good idea. For, it turned out to be a good idea. It would have been a better idea to make a smaller game, but it turned out to be <laughs> good because it allowed you know something to hit the market sooner rather than continue to work on what would um, turn into like a 60-hour RPG. And also like to get something out there and kind of test the waters and see what people like, what people didn't like, so that changes could be made in the next iteration. Sure. A lot of things in Butil bounties are different. A lot, of, a lot of things aren't. So that's why I I was so excited to make uh, bounties because you can um, take a second chance to really make a, uh, a second chance to make a first impression with another game. <laughs> I guess. No, that's that's a great way of putting it. And uh, how, how if you... you really if you like Butil heroes, then you're gonna just love Butil bounties bounties in my opinion and if there's things you didn't like about boot deal heroes well they've probably been uh mostly eliminated in boot deal bounties oh that's great Can't wait. People. <laughs> uh, how, how has uh, how, how have you liked the or have you felt about the reception about boot deal bounties is it reinforced that uh you know this is this is definitely something that is uh there's a market for like there's people out there that want this it's hard to always find these people or for them to find the game uh, there's just so many games in the market right now it's really hard to get noticed a lot of times when people talk about the game they're like oh I can't believe no one told me about this like, hmm, I don't know what I can do <laughs> well, there's only so much I can do to tell people and you're doing your part by letting me talk about it on your podcast. So. Well, and that's that's the thing. Or, like, I mean, that was that was literally the first thing I had said to Travis uh, Soderbrun, um when he recommended this to me. I'm like, how in the hell have I not heard about this? Because this is like everything I've always wanted to play. And, um, you know, it, it this. I mean, even this interview just came about when we had finished up the one episode. And I was like, man, like, why aren't there more Wild West games? And you had reached out to him, and I'm like, holy crap, how did we forget this? And um, I wanted to to get on here and, and talk to you about it. For one, obviously, to to hear more about you know what went into making a game like this, and and what you know pushed you or kind of inspired you to do that. But but also, I mean, this really is a game that, as far as I'm concerned, like people need to play this game. There's nothing out there right now that's like it and i i do think there's this big resurgence of retro games in a sense that people are enjoying games that maybe don't have top end graphics i mean i i know in my my position my pc can't run half of the new crap anymore but i can load up boot hill bounties or boot hill heroes with absolutely no problem runs perfectly and it's a great great game and um it's just one I, I really wanted to get you on here, wanted to talk about because, again, like I was, I was ticked off that I hadn't heard about it sooner. I'm like, you know, and it's not, it's not like I'm saying it's not your fault, but it was one of those. If you try to find something on Steam, there is just, there's 
gems buried in a giant pile of garbage half the time. And um, I guess how... I mean, you've probably already answered that question, but how difficult has it been to get people, you know, to hear about this game? Um, have you uh, have you been featured on other, you know, other outlets or something that have maybe pointed people to it? It's it's probably been the most difficult part. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say that's probably the biggest challenge for indie developers right now? Is is just has been yeah. Yeah, standing out, I guess, in a sense. I mean, I, like I, I just pulled up Steam now for the heck of it, and was just gonna pull up the Boot Hill Heroes page. But when you look, and it's like, oh my god, this is crazy. Now, uh, real quick, is there any relation between these games and Boot Hill Blaster, or is that something entirely different? Uh, I don't. That must be something entirely different. Okay. Some yeah. people don't know. Like Boot Hill is like a. A actual thing. It's like a a place that they buried people who died their boots on, implying they were probably shot or were criminals. Yep, I believe that was uh, was that in Tombstone or was that I forget what town that's in now. There's... Oh yeah, there is an actual town called Boot Hill as well. Oh, probably named after. So let me uh, let me just go back here one second. And uh, just push this out a little bit. Again, you know, uh, Boot Hill Heroes is a fantastic RPG. It's uh, definitely inspired by all the great role-playing games of old. There are no random encounters, which makes it so awesome. <laughs> and um, you can get it on Steam right now, actually. It's eight ninety nine on Steam. Uh, again, that's when you look at all the other games out there today, for the amount of fun game time and a damn good story that you get uh you can't beat it for the price and um yeah I, is there anything else you'd like to uh promote or uh you know talk about as stuff i wonder if i would say uh are interested in in the series and you want to skip to the second game that's fine it does a pretty good job recapping what happened in the first without mm-hmm feeling lost and if, i would say do that if you want to play with if you want to do co-op the, the co-op part really interests you you might want to skip the second game because the first game you kind of had party members coming in and out until kind of the end where they all come together but in the second game since it is continuation everybody already knows each other so you get your full party within like the first 10 minutes um I did this uh, corral countdown where I talked about 50 things I want people to know about Boot Hill Bounty. So it kind of goes over like all the features and all the tons of stuff that's in it that I have trouble kind of summarizing in an elevator pitch about the game. So I would have you check that out and uh, see like just it gives you kind of a sense of like all all that's going on in this game that it's hard to hard to get out. Um, if you want to watch me continue to troll Red Dead Redemption on Twitter, uh, <laughs> you can follow me at. Boot- Hill bounties or heroes, I think. Yeah, so Hill heroes. heroes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Made of Paul Bunyan. <laughs> and uh, Dave, thank you very much for taking the time and uh, putting up with all the technical difficulties here. And um, thank you again for making a really great game. And I, I want more people to play it. I want more people to hear about it because it, it deserves it. It's a fantastic game that stands on its own. And um, 
we'd love to have you back on if you ever have anything to promote or if you just want to come on and talk retro games uh, we'd absolutely love to have you back sure i would i would talk all day about retro games or fruity heroes or anything um you know what'd be fun is if you if you get finished with both games we could do like a, a spoiler talk and we could really like get into it about some of the stuff that went down and uh what what you think might be going on I think that's a great idea. Spoiler talk on the game before. Spoiler talk. You got it. It's it's set in stone. And uh, I'm going to be uh, literally as soon as we sign off, because I have off tomorrow, so I'm going to be up to the wee hours playing Boot Hill Heroes. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. We will definitely reach out once, uh, once I've finished. I'll try to drag Travis into it and make sure he's uh, beating with me. But I love that idea. And uh, we'd love to, again, have you on and, and talk more Boot Hill Heroes or Old West History or all the games that we just love playing. So, again, this is uh, Dave Welch or Welsh? Welch. Mm-hmm. Welch, Dave Welch, uh, the, the mastermind behind Boot Hill Heroes. Again, you can get it on Steam for eight ninety nine. And um, thanks, man. Love to have you back. Again, thank you for, the, for your time. And uh, thanks for making an awesome game. I'm glad you enjoyed it.